heart-wrenching depictions of starving children and broken people living in mud huts. My hesitation to call any emotion developed could be the topic of a podcast all on its own, honestly, but for now, let's focus on the continent of Africa through the mission of the African Union. As defined by Britannica, the African Union is an intergovernmental organization that was established back in 2002 to promote unity and solidarity between African states as a means to spur economic development and promote international cooperation. Based out of its headquarters in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, the AU was the successor of the Organization of African Unity, also known as the OAU, after 39 years of operation. The CERT declaration that was issued in 1999 by the heads of state and government of the OAU itself pushed for the establishment of an African Union with the purpose of fostering a long-term sense of unity amongst countries in the continent, enabling it to wholeheartedly participate in the global economy through its own volition, rather than providing resources for, quote, developed nations to exploit. Today, the African Union has 55 member states dedicated to the mission of the AU, marking 18 years of working towards healing the indescribable harm that Africa has been subjected to time and time again throughout the centuries. With this established comprehension of the AU's mission, let's discuss in more detail why they go about pursuing these goals of bettering Africa beyond the understanding that exists within the national community. The infantilization I referenced earlier is the byproduct of centuries of abuse and degradation that has taken place on the continent. Imperialism and colonization's marks still ripple through every corner of every country in Africa to this day, impacting and manipulating over a billion lives. While the worth of Africa can't be boiled down to the sum of poverty or war or crime and honestly shouldn't, it would be willfully ignorant to not identify the existence of these evils within Africa as they do in every human society and then study how these factors impact people. These issues, however, have been historically explained as side effects of European presence in Africa. The Berlin Conference is one example of European exploitation of African land and bodies. Through dividing up Africa, the Berlin Conference of 1884 shattered hope of economic independence for the continent through the continued influence of European powers that only wanted to take resources without caring for the people that they were taking them from. This came after multiple centuries of an active slave trade that had already stripped the land of black bodies and resources, putting the continent into a cyclical state of poverty. Now that we understand the reason behind the abuse Africa has continually been subjected to, it bears the question of why aren't those responsible for the damage responsible for the cleanup? While this is a complicated answer that includes decades of attempted healing on the infiltrator's part, the answer can also be described through analyzing African needs for self-sufficiency. While the nations experiencing the backlash were not responsible for their own downfall, it isn't hard to see why they would want to come together and construct a system of holding one another accountable and caring for one another without outside influence. The African Union's mission statement describes itself 
as a union championing self-governance through citizen inclusion, which encourages African nations to take accountability into their own hands through supporting one another and leaving European influence behind. This system is by no means a perfect international entity. When it comes to actual international governance, the AU of course has its weaknesses and only has so much power in enforcing change on its own. But either way, it is an unbelievably necessary unity that needs to exist if any healing will ever happen for the beautiful cultures and people that occupy this land. Thank you.